Hello and welcome to another episode of Forsaken Film Reviews. I'm Paul, and I'm the Forsaken Ferret with another movie to review. In this podcast, I use my scene method to examine a film for its story, characters, execution, nuance, and finally, its entertainment value. And as before, I will cover these details as briefly and as free of major spoilers as possible before giving you my final rating at the end of this podcast. If you're only interested in those ratings, feel free to jump ahead at this time. And for more information about Scene or my rating system, be sure to check out my blog at forsakenfilmreviews.wordpress.com. In this episode of Forsaken Film Reviews, we take a look under the hood of 1977's The Car. Evil has visited the Earth in many forms. Now it returns as The Car. There was no driver in the car. A car possessed. I know why he didn't go into the cemetery. The ground was hallowed. is a road thriller directed by Elliot Silverstein. The screenplay was handled by the writing team of Michael Butler and Dennis Shriak, with additional work from Lane Slate. Shriak is known for writing films like Pale Rider and Turner and Hooch. Butler will eventually collaborate with Shriak on other films, but up to this point has primarily worked mostly on television shows like Beretta, Ironsides, and Nakia. As the title implies, the film is about a car. This seemingly demonic and supernatural car terrorizes the residents of a small desert town. This is your typical monster flick with your typical monster flick plot. Basically, we see the monster, in this case a customized Lincoln Continental, which starts out the film by killing some throwaway cast members. The rest of the cast is then chased by said monster as they investigate what's happened to the original victims. Eventually, one of them comes up with a plan to stop the monster, and finally, in the end, 
We're left wondering if the plan succeeded or not. James Brolin stars as Chief Deputy Wade Parent. He must take control of the police force after Sheriff Everett, played by John Marley, is run down by the car earlier in the film. Brody does a respectable job in his role as the top law enforcer in the town. And he's quite likable too, especially as the father of two daughters who are played by sisters Kim and Kyle Richards. Parent's girlfriend is uh, Lauren Humphreys, played by Catherine Lloyd. She is a non-traditional teacher at the local school. I like her character very much. Uh, I find her feisty and not afraid to take challenges that are put before her. And Lauren appears in my two favorite scenes in the film. The first of these is when she taunts the car after it tries to run down the marching band. The next is later on in the film when she's talking to Wade on the phone and the car returns to retaliate for her earlier taunting. Those scenes were truly the most thrilling in the film. Playing opposite Lauren in these scenes is of course the car itself. Right off the bat, we know very little about the car itself. Why is it doing what it's doing? Is there any method to how it's picking its victims? The car becomes an important character in the film with almost as much personality as the other actors. I especially love the look of its front grille, which gives the vehicle an almost warthog or wild boar look to it. In the scene where Lauren is taunting it, you can even feel the anger as it gives up and races off like an angry child leaving with a temper tantrum. Although the car doesn't have lines itself, it has this horn that's powerful and chilling. When it is played, it's almost better than any line that you could give a stalker in a film. You can almost see the car standing there like Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. And a bit ironically, the film, The Car, uses the hymn Diaz Arie, which is used later in films like Friday the 13th. But then again, there are dozens of films with various variations of that song. From an execution standpoint, the film is able to accomplish what it needs to do. The special effects are somewhat cheesy though, most notably in the scenes where they sped up the car to make it look like it's moving faster. And there's a fire effect at the end that's a bit clunky as well. George Barris's customization of the car though is very outstanding. You probably know his other more famous car, the Batmobile from the 1960s. I would also say that the stunt work, uh, although tame for uh, our time, was probably groundbreaking for the time that this film came out. Overall, the movie has this strange made-for-television vibe. This may be because the director Silverstein has worked on so many television shows, or it might even be because of Butler's influence. The film doesn't have the same thrill impact as other road type thrillers. Steven Spielberg's Duel, for example, was much more thrilling than the car. And despite the car being a strong character in this film, emotionally, I felt a stronger connection to vehicles in later films like Christine and Maximum Overdrive, which both have car antagonists. As a result, I was only slightly entertained by this film. Uh, it does have some noteworthy moments, but overall, the film seems more formulaic than anything, and maybe I would have liked this film had I not watched so many slasher films growing up in the 80s. I'm going to take a brief break now, and when I get back, 
I'll give you my ratings for each category, as well as my composite score. I'll see you in a few. Hello? Wade parents' room, please. Hello, Wade. It's me, baby. No, I'm home. Uh, Chaz went over to his place. He said he'd be back in a few minutes. Uh, Wade, uh, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. Listen to me. Listen to me. As I was coming up to the house, that crazy wind came up. I, it almost blew me off my feet. I, Wade, I, I, I think I hear the engine of that damn car. Wade, it uh, sounds so weird. Wait, I'm scared. No, I promise you I won't go out. Tell me what to do, baby. I, 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 Welcome back, and as promised, I'll give you the ratings for each of my scene categories, as well as my composite score. Uh, for story, I give the car 2 out of 5. For character, I give it a slightly higher score with 3. This film has a lot of stars in it. It has actors like uh, Ronnie Cox, R.J. Armstrong, Roy Jensen, and even Eddie Littlesky. Now, these actors weren't as uh, memorable as the two main leads of the car itself, but they do help bolster up this category's score. For execution, I give this film a 2 out of 5. For nuance, it scores a really low 1. I felt that the film was much too familiar. Uh, it was kind of your formulaic monster movie, and it lacked a lot of that big screen film appeal that uh, would give this a higher nuance score. And overall entertainment value, I give this an average two out of five. Composite score wise, the film The Car has a 2.0 bow ties out of five. Fans of the road thriller genre will probably get some joy out of watching this film. Those of you, however, that are looking for scary or gory type movies uh, will probably be disappointed in this film. And thank you for listening to another episode of Forsaken Film Reviews. If you like this podcast, be sure to hit subscribe and visit my Forsaken Film Review page on Facebook. Also, if you're a fan of horror films or thrillers, be sure to check out the many other episodes on the Astro Radio Z Network. So until next time, I'll see you again with another Forsaken Film Review. Forsaken Film Review.